that, we've got company. Hello. Trust me, Hera, I'm excited. This is my excited face. No, oh, he's making me so happy. I like you. You don't fit in around here either. All right, if I tag along? The more the merrier. Get ready to be impressed. You ready to be impressed, Tam? I'm completely ready. Bright suns, everyone. You're listening to the Geeky Bubble. I'm your host, Jonah, and with me is the echo to my Captain Rex, my mom, Maria. Hello. Today, we're going to discuss the season two episodes of The Bad Batch, The Clone Conspiracy, and Truth and Consequences. Yes. So, Mommy, we've been talking about how Echo would inevitably go his own way, his own route. So, now that it's happened, how do you feel? <laughs> and I say this having having witnessed your tears the first time you watched the episode. <laughs> You 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 like to twist it in there, don't you? Yes, I do. <laughs> Honestly, I never expected him to go his own way. I expected them all oh. to, to, to sort of like come to the realization of what they needed to do, you know? Oh, no, I always envisioned it as Echo going his own way because Hunter had his own vision and his own goals and his own mindset that did not was not on the same wavelength as as echoes yeah but my my expectations was that you know all those discussions they were having and talks they were having i was hoping that it would somehow consolidate the group's thoughts of how to move forward i see i, I see. really <laughs> did not expect him to just go on his own and like that broke my yeah, that actually, now that now that you're talking about it, I can see how you were hoping it would go in that direction, but I was envisioning it, yeah, just like how it happened in, <laughs> in the episodes. <laughs> it really gets you, especially yes. with that little, I don't know what instrument it is, probably a xylophone or something like it. But you can hear like the uh, Omega's theme at the end there that really hits you when she's hugging Lula to herself. Ugh, it broke my heart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you crying? Are you tearing up right now? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so these, you know, these were two very heavy episodes for our beloved clone troopers. Uh, one of the things I didn't stop to think about last season when we had watched the destruction of Kamino was how it was destroyed by the clones because they were following orders. Mm -hmm. So I was so focused on the Bad Batch surviving and making sure they got out of this alive that I didn't think about who were the people behind the orbital bombardment besides Rampart. And so not only were the clones forced to kill Jedi, and in some cases forced to kill others who maybe weren't, didn't get the order or didn't obey the order right away, but some of them had to destroy their home or watch it get destroyed. And it's truly, it's truly evil what the clone troopers were forced to endure. Yeah. The one thing that really is beautiful about the whole thing is that how the writers and creators of the show have 
found a way to show us what war and the military are all about. Right. You you have soldiers trained to follow orders. The chain of command is the truth for it all. It's like you do not break the chain of command. You follow orders. A good soldier follows orders. Right. But it shows you that just because a soldier follows orders is not the soldier's fault per se. The overall fault lies with those who have created the situation, who have put these people in those positions of having to follow those orders. Right, right. Politicians. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> greedy people like rampart yeah they're the the, the underlying yes y- y- you should always stand up but the truth is as a collective you will not see it and then there was also that episode i uh you know forgive me for not remembering the title but there was an episode back in season one when we're introduced to non-clone troopers which was part of that whole Ramparts Project War Mantle, and they were being led by Crosshair. Mm-hmm. And I think one of them, if I remember correctly, one of them was not comfortable with what was going on or was not willing to follow orders, and he died as a result yeah. of it. And that is the reality. So sometimes it's easy for us to point at a soldier and say, you're guilty, you, you're the reason. When if we really stop and think... It's not that particular soldiers. It's a bigger picture. It's a, it's, it comes from bigger, from higher up. And there is conditioning. Like, I, I'm not saying that they're not responsible. Right, because right. they are. But to put all the blame just on them, that is wrong also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so these, like I said, they were very heavy episodes. And, you know, we also... Uh, we're aware of this, but it's mentioned in the episode that the clones have no representation in no. Senate um, because they were considered they're considered military assets. So I really liked the moment when Omega said she's angry, and you can see it in her face. You can hear it in her voice when she says that because besides Rex and Echo, she seems to be one of the few clones who cares about what's happening to her her fellow brothers. So my questions to you are, why do you think Hunter, Tech, and Wrecker don't feel as strongly for the cause? Like, why didn't they stay with Rex and Echo? Do you think it's because they were treated as outcasts by the clones at one point, at a majority of their lives? Yep. Yeah. Uh, that you, you, you hit the nail in the head. Yeah. They're outcasts. The Senator Batoni? Oh, Halle Batoni. Halle yeah. Batoni. She said it. She said it well. Like, what do I care for those? You know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm me. I'm protecting me. I'm outside of it all. Right. Why should I care? And that's basically how our bat batch is. Like, all their lives, they're being treated as outcasts. As you're not like us, you're weird, you're different. How can you expect them to care about you now? <laughs> like, right. they're just looking after themselves now. Yeah, yeah. You know, 
But um, every now and then you see, because they're different, they see things different. And you see it every now and then when they are sort of questioning what is happening, what they're doing. Is it the right thing? Should we be doing more? You know? Mm-hmm. Which which is my thing with Echo. Like, <laughs> you have taken the voice of reasoning from this group. <laughs> I know, the, right? the, the glue that made it work, that gave us so much possibilities. Yes, he was the voice of reason within and the group. And now, yeah. how, what is going to happen yeah. now? Like, what is that, that dynamic going to that, look like now between the know, Bad Batch? Uh, Omega is different, and we know she's different, but she is. She keeps being treated as a child, right? By them, yeah. So it, I don't know, and I'm sad because I wanted them all to come to their, Rex's, yeah, you know, yeah, to join <sighs> join Rex's cause and the I'm gonna cry and the, <laughs> the clone underground. Yeah, I know, right? It really gets you. Because you would, you do want it ideally to go in that direction, and I and like I said, I don't think that it is because they don't care at all. It's because of the fact that they have for so long been taking care of themselves, right? Without relying on anyone else to help them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, they will go out in missions that if anything happens, none of the regular clones will go it, and help them. Yeah, they're, you know? they're in self-preservation mode. Yes, yeah. so, so yeah. <sighs> yeah, right? And so in this two-episode arc, we get to see Senator Chuchi again, Senator uh, Ryo Chuchi. Although for the longest time, I was calling her Rio Chuchi, so... You know, happy to be corrected. (laughs) (laughs) And it's amazing to see how far she's come because when we first meet her, she was timid and secure and she had this military commander guy, I forget his name, but he was mean <laughs> to say the least <laughs> yeah. and and you know since then she's grown in confidence and experience and i love the fact that she's advocating for the clones she's one of the few people who's actually thinking about them um and one of my favorite moments of hers was when she was addressing the the senate and she said if we don't who will and uh, i don't know whether you thought of this but i couldn't help but think of ezra and his yeah. parents because that's what his parents taught him if if you don't stand up, who will? Yeah, I just thought that was one of those great moments for, for her character. And I also love when she says, how can we debate commissioning a new army without a plan in place to care for our current one? So, you yeah. know, putting the cart before the horse here. I mean, we haven't really thought about what to do with our current army. And here you guys are talking about commissioning a new one or, or set, passing a bill where we conscript soldiers and uh, and again that is such a beautiful and very smart way of the writers and creators to once again put forward something that it is the reality of today yeah we, we have our senate passing billions and billions of dollars in budgets and how much of that is being used to take care of our veterans, right? Our or, soldiers, instead of building for the new one. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. it is. It is. It is beautiful. I I just love how these shows are, 
you just have to think a little bit and you see the representation of the things that are happening yeah. right now, you know? <laughs> what, what I really love about this show and, and certain aspects of Star Wars, of like recent Star Wars projects, is how it's almost like Star Trek, where it's holding up a mirror to society. Yep. You know, you didn't really see that often in, in other Star Wars things. Uh, it wasn't as as clear or as evident, at least to me. But in recent years, I just, I love, especially in these two episodes, they really capture what's going on in our, our current day society, global yes. society. <clears throat> and they're using elements of Star Wars to convey those. I love it. I, I love it because... Um... It's lessons that we get right through our to our consciousness. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. it is not something that we go and we sit on a on a seat at school and we learn. Right, it's something that is is sent directly to our conscience, and it's it's making us think. And and I love that. I anything that makes you think, I'm all for. Because that's what we should be doing. We should be thinking more about what we do, what we say, how we do it, how we say it. And the consequences of, so of what, what we yes, do and say. say. Yeah, and how that might not necessarily affect us directly, but it could affect other people currently or other people down the line. Yeah. That it is not about self-preservation. Right. It's not just about the you. Yeah, yeah. It's more than that. Yes, indeed. Um, And so... I, I really liked that Chuchi was a, a, a sight for sore eyes after losing someone like Padme, who, for the most part, she was the voice of reason. She wanted to serve the people. And I'm not a huge Padme fan when it comes to her thoughts on Anakin and feelings <laughs> of Anakin. <laughs> but at her as a person and her convictions and beliefs, I love that part of Padme. Um, and, and I miss that of, of her. Unfortunately, she's not around, so I'm glad there are voices like Chuchi to carry on and I'm glad that we have her at this point in time to be the voice of reason like we need to be thinking about the clones here and something else I loved about Chuchi in these episodes is the fact that we got to see her bond with Omega Omega, a a lot like how Ahsoka used to bond with Padme during these diplomatic uh, missions and I like that Omega got to experience this diplomatic side of Star Wars because so far she's been on the ground yeah. with the team. She's been like person to person, face to face, helping people. But now she can see what, on a political scale, on a more diplomatic scale, what what can be done to help people or what can be done to hurt people. Yeah, and I'm so glad Omega got to experience that. What were your thoughts on them interacting together? Oh, I, I love it. I, I especially love the part where, where when she looks down at all the pots and she said, ooh, where is the clone one? You know, she wanted to see where the pot, where clones were being represented. represented. Where yeah. And and her face when she, th- she was told, you don't have one. Right. Clones don't have one. We're people too. We're part yeah. of this galaxy too. Yeah. That was such a beautiful moment. Yeah. Like, oh my God. And the fact that she was thinking about that, like, I don't remember her specific age. I want to say 10, 11, maybe even 12, but, uh, or maybe she's older than that. Who knows? But uh, I just like that she had the... Uh, the mental capacity. Yeah, to, to comprehend that this is where decisions are made, not just for you, but for clones in general. 
And that's why she was like, where's our pod? Where, yeah. where are we being represented in all of this? Uh, and I thought her poncho was adorable. <laughs> I yeah. I saw that and I'm like, I want that poncho. She looks so 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 <laughs> cute and clean, you know. I, like, <laughs> I know she wasn't just roughed up. <laughs> I know because I'm living with guys. I mean, she needed to be spruced up, up. a little yeah. bit, you know. <laughs> and in this first episode, we see an assassin going after clones and, and Chuchi. And I initially thought it was Crosshair. Yeah, me too. You thought it was Crosshair too. Yeah. Uh, you know, it turned out to be a clone with no identifying marks. So here we have another instance of a clone being weaponized by the Empire to go after other clones or whoever it is that they would want to eliminate. But I thought the Empire was done with clones. I thought they were, like, phasing them out. Um, But do you have any theories or thoughts as to, like, what this clone conspiracy is that's happening? Honestly, I don't know about the bigger picture. All I know is, like, the people in charge are really using clones to make reality their own visions. Um, We know that not all clones, at least... The viable ones, because we we saw in El Camino where the pods. El where... Camino. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I just I remembered you said that last time, like last season, El Camino. <laughs> Wait, what is it? It's just Camino. Camino. Okay. <laughs> I'm not cutting this out, by the way. I'm keeping it. <laughs> Camino. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> In my head is El Camino. Yeah, I know, I know. It's okay, so Camino. Funny. Camino, Camino. We know that uh, not all the, the vile pots were, were destroyed. Right, that's right, yes. So there are clones out there that are waiting to be, quote-unquote, awakened. Or activate. activated. Yeah, activated. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they are most definitely being reprogram in a way that suits their the empire's needs that yeah. that that suits what they're doing yeah and i remember we talked about this when we were watching the episodes earlier because you were starting to talk about like how the pods were empty i'm like oh that's right because i remember one of the concerns i had in the those final episodes of season one was seeing bodies inside of those pods when the bombardment started. And I was like, I do not want to see clones being massacred like this, please. And thankfully, one of the shots that we saw of Camino, all of them were empty, at least from what I remember. But yeah, you're right. Like, where were all those assets taken? Because they were still in production. And they are most definitely being... Whatever mistake was done in the programming of the current clones Uh. was definitely being altered and corrected corrected. yeah that's right because now we have clones that don't even have a personality uh yes and they're just what what this one said a believer right there and that was such an interesting conversation because you have this guy who says you're fighting the wrong battle brother you're limited and then rex says so what does that make you and he says a believer and part of me is like okay we need to break down this conversation Limited in what way? Because there's is he is he talking about limited in the fact that Rex is accelerated in aging? Is he limited in resources? Is he limited in his worldview? 
And what does he mean by believer? And is that in were they raised without a chip? And that they were like brainwashed into thinking that this is their way. And that's why he's a believer because he's been essentially written to believe whatever it is the empire feeds him. Like I so many freaking questions. It's it's like, like, like a cult in a way like yeah. but but a cult that has been bred in from 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 start right know, from from the from first infancy. moment yeah. of consciousness to now yeah. adult to like there that's it there's nothing else yeah you're right and using the word cult it's very cult-like behavior yeah yeah oh man yeah and i had mentioned earlier you know where were they taking the clones and you know we kind of get the idea that it has something to do with that mountain that Nala say had gone to at the very end of season one. I don't know whether you remember it. Yes, yes. yes. But Nala say had yes. had been transported, yeah, uh, or was being transported to this mountain-like facility, and it appears that that's where more cloning oh. research, scientific research, is taking place. Yes. So it, it's possible that you know whatever this soldier. Uh, assassin is might have started or might have come from there yeah yeah so which points to the fact that that they are assets they they are they are they are seen as weapons property weapons property that i can use and destroy whenever i want right nothing more nothing less and obviously this new breed is being stripped of whatever individuality right. their predecessors have. Right, yeah. Which is what makes the priority of the empire to do away with that, to do away with the clones. They don't want them. They mm-hmm. want to make them disappear because they're formidable Mm -hmm. they're tactical they they have all the good things plus what they consider the bad things their individuality yeah yeah i do wonder too um now i can't remember if i'm mixing canon with my own head cannons (laughs) but the bad batch the fact that they all have qualities uh hunter with his radar like senses and then tech with his ingenuity and cleverness and brilliance and wrecker with his you know unusual strength yeah it makes me wonder whether they perfected that yeah and whether these clones are sort of they what the bad batch should have been yeah so that's Uh, that's an idea to think about yeah yeah Oh, so many questions. So many, yeah. so many ways yeah, that yeah, this yeah. can go. And I'm curious. <laughs> I'm curious whether this is going to lead up to a clones versus clones sort of sort thing. Of thing. Yeah. Um. And you know, we've seen something like that before in um the Umbara arc, but that was more of the Jedi Pankrell using the clones against each other. And we know, and that, that was heartbreaking. And we know that in some way it was going to end up as a clone versus clone because. Um, not oh, yeah. all the clones have bought into the the the, the empire. Yeah, that what we that, did was that, wrong. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So some of them are still in line. <laughs> Look at Crosshair. Oh yes, <laughs> you know. Yes, you're right. So so some of them. Yeah, it would have gone down that that, that, that way because yeah. there there's the clones that no matter what you say or do, 
a good soul that follows orders. Mm-hmm. And then there's the clones that have a more brother view of things. And yes, I am a soldier and I want to be, continue to be a soldier. However, we have to start thinking about how we are doing it. Right. So there's, it's always when it's, what's going to come down to clone versus clone. Mm. Which, if you think about it, is the way of war. War is human brother, brother against, against brother, brother yeah. you know. When we have wars, we're not having wars with outsiders. We're having wars with our own, own species. Human, our own species. So it was always going to come to that. But now there's this added element of what type of clone yeah. is it going to be against, oh, you know? And, and, I do, and I do wonder, like, what... Because next season, the third season is going to be the last season for this show. And that's the show's going to end with that. And I'm curious what the end game is going to be here. Like, is this is this going to actually end with this sort of what we're imagining? Or are they going a completely separate direction? No idea. Yeah. <laughs> no. And, and you know what? It could go either way. Because the truth is that in in the Star Wars universe, we jump like yes. years. Yeah. We don't have to explain the in between. Sometimes I wish we didn't do that, just <laughs> but, because I do like the explanations. <laughs> but you know that that that's the way the game is played. Yeah, so, it's true. So we'll see. We'll, we will see, and we'll see whether Hunter. Uh, Wrecker and oh god, <laughs> tech. Although I, I don't know, we'll see, <laughs> we'll yep. see. But we'll see whether any of them partake in whatever whatever it is that's brewing that Rex and now Echo is part of. Oof. And of course, they would frame Rampart <laughs> and blame the clones for what happened. There's always one. I know. There's always one that that thinks he knows it all. He, you know. But he has no vision because oh, Rampart, you're talking Rampart, about? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because if you think about it, he really had no vision. All he wanted was power. But how? Yeah. That that's the vision part of it, right? Yeah, and Palpatine called it, and or or Masamita, I don't remember which one of them called it, an unprovoked attack um, by Rampart to further his own personal agenda. And so, what do you think about this ending for Rampart? Is this the last we see of him? Is this a fitting ending? Were you satisfied with what went down with him? Is it not enough? <laughs> uh, the possibilities are there for it not being the end of Rampart. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because he is obviously a, a very good tool mm-hmm. in the arsenal of the Empire. Right, so right. He, they probably have a way of making him useful somewhere else. True. As far as if if we are not going to see any, any more of Rampart and this is it... Then I would say, yeah, it's a, a fitting end because, dude, you don't do what you do thinking you're going to be protected. You, <laughs> <laughs> you are dumb as a star if you think that, <laughs> you know? It, it goes to the fact that he had no vision. All, all he wanted was power. He was a puppet. Yes. He was and, a puppet. And you know what? Puppets are one in a billion. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was tossed aside. When he served his purpose, so so to me, yeah, it's a fitting, it's a fitting ending for him. If mm. this is the last we see, yeah, I yeah. don't need him. In, I don't need to see him in front of a firing squad. Oh honestly. no, 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 I don't need to see that. 
but it, it, it is a humiliation. Oh, I see. In front of the whole entire Senate, Senate how he was deemed a traitor mm. and putting handcuffs. I see. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. After all he did for his mighty empire, yeah. this is how he ends up no, I, I like in how handcuffs. You, yeah, I like how you phrased it that way. Uh, yeah, it is a fitting end then in that case. So Rex, Senator Chuchi, and the Bad Batch unknowingly aided... Uh, the advancement of the defense recruitment bill playing right into Palpatine's hands. And I remember when I was watching it by myself the first time, I was like, man, he twisted it to his advantage. And then that's exactly what Hunter says to Omega. And this is the brilliant example of being evil and greedy, but having the vision. Yeah, And that's the thing. If you're going to be that bad, have a vision. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then Chuchi says she's going to keep fighting for the clones. And I believe her when she says that. You know, she seems like the type of person who will try to find a solution of some kind. But I do wonder whether she'll have any meaningful success, especially when you have a Senate who now sees the clones as a threat a threat of yeah. some kind. Um, and I know in A New Dawn, the novel that came out in 2014... There was a character named Skelly, and he was a veteran of the Clone Wars, and he lived in a housing project that housed homeless veterans, but that was actually built by the uh, Republic, and it was never maintained by the Empire. And then there was another instance of a homeless clone that we see in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. I don't yeah. know if you remember yeah. Obi-Wan walking through the city, yeah. and there was a clone on, literally sitting on the street with yeah. his hair grown out looking for spare change or anything that anyone can offer. And it's things like that, these little indications that they're the last parts of the Republic. Because in yeah, in a lot of ways, the, the, the clones are representations or symbols of the Republic. And I feel like these little indications makes me feel like they're going to die off or fade out into obscurity, much like the Jedi. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think they're going to get... Any, anything, uh, anything, any meaningful, any any meaningful benefit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because for what they, they did for they, what, for their service, they they may get something like Ramper was like was, drafting, uh, apparently, drafting. yeah, drafting uh, laws, you know. Yeah. So in the front, for everybody to see, they may get something, but whether it goes down to them and and, and trickles down right. to them. That is completely different. And we know by by other shows how more or less it is going to yeah. end up. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we see Rex, Wolf, and Gregor on Celos in Rebels. And it's like, well, you know, wasn't Rex this meaningful part of this clone underground? Why is he now in on this planet? What What became of whatever efforts they had during this point in time in the Bad Batch. And it just, it doesn't seem good. No, because uh, uh, one of the things that we, we know about the clones is uh, they're not anymore into production. Right, right. So we, we have a, a limited number that no longer procreates, that no longer multiplies. So as they die, they die off. Right, you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we do have a few that might have started families. Yeah, but but it's not like it's not 
at a at a big oh, level. Oh, not you a know? significant number. Exactly. Right. Yeah, so yeah. so as time passes, their numbers will diminish. Right. And at what point do you say, you know what, this is no longer sustainable? Mm. So there's no other choice but to go out on our way. I the, see. the few that are still, let's just go out on our way, do what we can, but take care of ourselves. Right, right. Which is one thing about uh, Betoni that I, I really didn't, I don't know if you noticed, I didn't make any comments about her her confession of I'm only here to take care of myself. Right, right. I didn't criticize it because the truth is there's only a few of them. Oh, Kaminoans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, no, there's nothing... Absolutely, at this point, there's absolutely nothing that she can do to bring her species back, to bring the, the, their status back. So what is left for her to do but to take care of herself? Right. Yeah, no, you you're know, right. There, there's, there's a point within, you know, that, that is like a no way back, which is what we're having with a lot of the species in, in our planet, where there's a point of no return, mm. where... Scientists cannot do any more right. in order to protect those species and make sure that they don't go into extinction. Right. And so I like to think Chuchi would create an organization to help clones. Yes. Like an independent, nonprofit sort of... Kind of thing, kind yeah, of thing. Like, like, yeah, come here. Yeah, I like to think that she would even open up Pantora to to housing clones. I, I don't know whether her planet would be up for that or not, but I like to think that that's, that's a possibility. And then the second episode, you know, we, call, we know it's called uh, Truth and Consequences. So obviously there were consequences to finding out and revealing the truth. And there's no doubt that what they did was right, revealing that Rampart indeed destroyed Camino. But was it better to withhold the truth? I feel like the clone troopers would have been screwed either way. Wait, yes. Yeah. That's what I was about to say. Oh. Like, <laughs> either way, the end of the troopers was going to be there. Like, the end game was always the same, whether it was... Through one venue, through the rampart idea, or through the liberation of the truth, the end, it was going to be the same. Yes, there were consequences in the fact that now the emperor has been more power. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And Got what he wanted. But sooner or later, he was going to get it anyway. Yeah, it's true. Because yeah. these other two senators that were advocating for, for the new troopers... Mm-hmm. There's insurgency and violence coming everywhere. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And people are, you know, suffering the consequences of it. So it was something that was going to happen, whether it happened now or in a few years, it was going to happen anyway, regardless. And the end of the clones was going to come to the same. To me, at least now, everybody knows the truth. True. And it doesn't happen years from now where nobody knows what really happens. Mm, mm-hmm. Sometimes that truth accelerates reality, but at least it is out there. And that reality that's going to come regardless doesn't come with obscurity, doesn't come with doubts. Right. So uh, to me, regardless, the truth always, whether it accelerates 
a bad ending or not, the truth is always the way to go. Regardless, you always have to to go for it because at least whatever it is doesn't come in darkness. Mm. The truth, you mean? Whatever future is come oh, to see. come yeah, yeah. doesn't come in darkness yeah. and obscurity and yeah. doubt. I see. It comes into in the light. Right. I gotcha. Um, and so there were other details throughout the show that I just wanted to highlight. But the fact that they kept saying that uh, what happened to Camino was a cataclysmic Plismic. storm. Yeah. At first, I thought that was ridiculous. <laughs> but then I couldn't help but think back to Stargate Atlantis. Because that is also a submersible city, not to the extent that um, Tapoca City was, but I couldn't submerge into the water when they were being threatened by this like category 10 or whatever it was, uh, hurricane. And I remember that was like an intense season finale. <laughs> I was like, no. But yeah, then I, I couldn't help but think of that. And then I know. I, I know this isn't really uh, like Star Wars-y, but the fact that um, Jupiter's red spot, yeah, is, is, that's a storm that's been going on for, apparently, I was reading up on it out of curiosity, for more than 350 years, that storm has been just doing going its thing. <laughs> so I was like, you know, I, I guess I can see it. It's not out of... It's not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. <laughs> and then I just, I love that Rex and Chuchi, you know, were reunited because he was part of that arc initially in the Clone Wars and he looked good. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There looked, we go. He looks so sexy. Oh my God. <laughs> I think you're happy. As long as they give you Rex, you're happy. I it am. doesn't matter I what am. happens. Just give me Rex. <laughs> yes, yes, I do. I do. Love. And if I have Rex and Hunter in the same scene, beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> um, and so we also get to be in Rafa and Trace's garage. Yeah. Which is hilarious to think about because the Bad Batch met Rafa and Trace yeah. in season one. And I really hope we get to see them again because they're a hilarious pair. But yeah, I just want to know what their thoughts are about the Bad Batch being in their territory. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, the fact that there was no Bad Batch in the Clone Conspiracy episode. Yeah. And I remember I had issues with this last season with the Ryloth Hera episodes because I was like, where's the Bad Batch? And I was being all vocal about this. And it was really, honestly, it was very silly of me to be so in a huff about it because the episodes that didn't feature the Bad Batch, they were just setting them up for their eventual involvement. And it's not like it was a random episode where something happens and then we move on yeah. without ever seeing the there, Bad Batch. There, there was a link. There, were a, there, there was a reason. Yeah, it was setting up exposition. It was setting up the stage for the, the Bad Batch's involvement. So yeah. it was stupid of me to be like, oh, why, where's the Bad Yeah, I we learned. learned. Yeah, I learned. learned. But yeah, I think it was great. The fact that um, we got to see this, what was happening, and then it set the stage up for the Bad Batch's entrance yeah and uh i do like the little the little scene where omega's meditating yeah she's trying meditation that gunji yeah that showed gunji her. showed her like the, the, you know it's he's not forgotten he's yeah, out there yeah i love that <laughs> i like seeing things from previous episodes being looped into yeah i, I just it's great seeing that sort of thread winding through the episodes and it just doesn't get cut off when that episode ends and you know what 
I should have known something was up. Because in that moment, Echo is telling Omega yeah. about if it wasn't for this group. And it's sort of like one of those things like, hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny because I've learned over over watching TV. Yeah, whenever a character starts talking a little bit more about themselves, something serious. Yeah, something serious is about to happen. Yeah, and I should have known better. Yeah, yeah, right there. I think it was very overt in um in The Walking Dead. Yeah. Every time, every single time a character started talking about their story or getting flashbacks or whatever, you knew they were going to die. Yeah. That's when you knew they were going to die. <laughs> and so when he started having this little moment with Omega, I was like, ah, okay, this is this is going to be a pivotal episode for him. I just let it wash over me <laughs> and, and got distracted by the whole story, his whole story, you know, right. like Kate and when he was in... Um, uh, Skako. Skako Minor, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and and his thing, you know, how he was used. Yes. In, yes. Uh, in, in the way he which was. Is, which is interesting because now you have this clone, clone trooper. trooper. No, well, not, not necessarily clone trooper, clone being, being used. used. Yeah. 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 And now, you know, he, he sees that he can bring some sort of value yeah. to whatever initiatives Rex has in mind. And I loved seeing things from Omega's perspective. She doesn't know what Coruscant is. She's never seen it. So here she is just like absorbing and taking everything in. She sees this massive, the landscape is just all buildings. And I asked, like, how the heck does our planet becomes that? Right, right. Because we're talking about layers upon layers and it's all technology there's this there's no nature no yeah it's just it's very the only and then the only the only nature aspect that i can think of was the tree at the jedi temple and then the other thing that i can think of is that part of the mountain that we that had mentioned from the I think it was the Mandalorian. There was an episode with the, that scientist dude, yeah. <laughs> his name I can't remember. Um, but yeah, that like those were the only things that I can remember about. And and, and, and that's not really nature. That's just the 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 leftovers. The leftovers. That's of right. What yeah. once was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. I know people talk about like what what Star Wars planet you'd like to visit. Coruscant is not, not one, one of them. them. No, because I feel like that's New York City on steroids. It's, yeah, <laughs> and I, I like New York. I like New York City, I, 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 but <laughs> just like I like Las Vegas, I will visit for one or two, three days, and that is it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, and then Omega meeting Senator Organa. Yes. I love that because it's like one step closer to meeting Leia. Yeah. Actually, when when she was um, told that uh, of the meeting, yeah, that, yeah. that she had received a message, I was hoping it was Leia. Oh, that would have been cool. Oh, my God. When I, when I saw Organa, okay, okay, sexy Organa, not a problem. <laughs> sexy but, Organa. But I was really hoping for Leia. Oh, that would have been cool. <laughs> but now that, you know, we have... Uh, Omega, who's met Hera, 
And, you know, we know that Hera knows Leia eventually down the line. I would love to have that, that triangle yeah, closed, yeah, closed off, off right yeah. there. Like, I would love to see Omega meet Leia. And I really, really hope she's going to be so in the So it's sort of like she's, she, she's meeting all the, this woman that have met Leia. Yeah. Has, yeah, yeah. have a connection with Leia. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I would to, love that. I need to have it happen. Uh, <laughs> And then it got me thinking about, um, you know, it, it, we, I know we still have about six more episodes to go, or I think, or maybe eight or so, but uh, who are some characters you'd love to see next season? Like, I, you know, I know we still have to finish off this season, but what are some characters you'd love to see? Like, Leia would be one of them for me. To be honest, I don't know. I don't, yeah, yeah, I'm trying to like, think, right? Like, yeah. who, who at this point in time can we, like, sort of make, I don't, I know, Sal. Sal yes. would love Quinlan Voss to show to up. Show up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like that would be a great, great guest uh character. Uh but yeah, it, it got me thinking and I was curious whether you had any any folks. And, in mind. and the fact that we already saw uh Gunji, <clears throat> yes. one Jedi, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, to have other Jedi that we know have survived the And who also have like some underground aspect going on. Going on. on. Yeah. Um and that's another thing. Uh do you see Hunter, Wrecker and Tech eventually coming to help in the uh the whole clone underground whatever it is that rex is planning do you do you see them i hope they do because um he actually told rex call us if you need anything oh true yes so so he is open to to come how official like maybe missions here and there but how fully 100 percent committed, committed to it yeah. I, I don't know the only hope I had of that changing is already gone, which is Echo, you know. So I'm, I don't know who is, who else is there to notch him to the reality of the fact that you, you cannot keep hiding. Yeah. 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 You, yeah. you cannot keep, you know, trying to thinking that somehow you can make a, a live, uh, you know, a successful live out there for Omega, because I, I think it would be, it would have to be like an external sort of push, not, not not like a direct. This is what you need to do, but the whole thing with Sid that we've talked about, yeah, like Sid, if, if Sid does something, or if Sid just doesn't want to work with them anymore, if they don't want to work with Sid anymore because of something that happens, that could be the motivator that they need to be like, you know what, the only other option for us is to go with Rex and Echo. Yeah. Yeah. But we will see. We will see. <sighs> yes. Uh, so that's it for today's episode. In our next episode, we'll be discussing the episodes Crossing and Retrieval. Until next time, may the Force be with you. Always. Always.